0: Okay, actually that last bit was 17 minutes and 2 seconds, now 17 minutes and 10 seconds, okay. We're still counting on how long this episode is going. But I'm here to waste- no, no I'm not here to waste your time. But I thought it would be fun if I could try and waste your time. Well, maybe you were on a long car ride and listening to this. I don't know. Okay then, that's 17 minutes and 35 seconds. Welcome back to Weekly Space. Um number fourteen. I think I think it's number fourteen. Um I actually forgot to put in the number. Anyway, so, yes, last week, not yesterday, so last week we had our, well, we had no episode. That was really because I was on a trip, um, I forgot which sources I, I, w- was using, and I also had nothing to record on. <laughs> anyway, we will start with SpaceX to NASA to NASA spaceflight to next spaceflight to Elon Musk's Twitter. Oh, um, news update. Jeff Bezos and Mark Bezos are going to be flying to space, um, in the New Shepard capsule, Blue Origin's first human space flight, and there have been a number of pensions. Pension and petition. Pension and petition. I didn't. I didn't put the first part in the script, so either pension or petition whatever you sign to get someone to do something pension i believe um anyway so there have been a number of pensions to stop his re-entrance into the atmosphere and fun fact of the day if you didn't know so the FAA has to approve of re-entry of a spacecraft or the re-entry is illegal or something So one has collected over 35,000 sig- 32,000 signatures. Their goal is 35,000 signatures and then they'll do something else, I don't know, but like there's no reason, really, except that... SpaceX is better than Blue Origin, and you need to stop the CEO of Blue Origin, so, yeah. I guess, I like SpaceX better than Blue Origin. Anyway. Oh, I say anyway, way too much if I don't have a script, don't I. Anyway, (laughs) on to SpaceX. GPS 3 mission i forgot what that was so spacex tell me what was the gps Day mission so thursday june 17th I stopped myself from yawning. So SLC forty um anyway I said it again anyway. So uh SLC forty at twelve oh nine PM um Falcon, the Falcon 9 launched the GPS 3 Space Vehicle 5 mission. Oh I'm yawning again. Hmm. So and booster landed on JT. The booster landed on J R T I. Just read the instruction. Mm-hmm. I guess that's all there is from SpaceX, NASA. So, US EVA 75, I believe, was on Saturday, and they uh, attached a new solar panel Shane Kimbrough and no no that's not one was Shane Kimbrough I think and Thomas Bispa maybe it was them but again we'll find out more later at next space flight (laughs) so yes they put a new solar array on solar array, solar array on again. And they have an article on semi solstice in the Northern hemisphere. Mm -hmm. So Boeing is making progress. Towards the July launch of the second for the second Starliner flight, NASA doesn't really have anything else exciting. Oh yes, Thomas Pasqua I believe. Thomas Pesquet. Thomas Piscoa. I think he might have been from somewhere in Europe, definitely. Boom. I'm not sure. Anyway, so the ESA and NASA together did that spacewalk. Did I say NASA's spaceflight time yet? Anyway. I said it again. Okay. So NASA space flight doesn't really have anything. Except well NASA space flight always has something. That something is always Boca Chica updates and sometimes some new articles on other stuff. That's exciting. Down in Boca Chica on saturday a huge winch system with 16 cables was delivered to the orbital launch site so it's huge it barely fits on a semi truck and you're gonna and they need much more than a 16 wheeler to transport it it's like those giant generators you sometimes see trains carrying on, Oh, you don't normally see those. <coughs> <coughs> anyway, trains occasionally carry these huge. Not generators. Transformers! Transformers! Yay! I remembered. So, Transformers. Huge! Transformers that barely fit on the train car and need to be transported in the winter because if they move them in the summer, the rails would sink under their weight. Anyway, to me it looked about the same size weight as that, so it's pretty big. And they have no railways down there, so they can't transport that thing by rail so i think that Frankencrane crane is going to lift it into the base of the launch tower and NASA, nasa space flight thinks that they're going to put it into the base of the tower and they have no opinion on that so far but well no other opinions on that so far and we trust them now because they are the professionals. They're they're not really professional. Actually, they're pretty professional, but they don't know everything that's happening. They don't go out with police scanners and try and intercept intercept the SpaceX worker's radio. SpaceX actually used to transmit stuff on open channels down there, so they could just hear what SpaceX was planning. So that thing, did I mention it was red? I don't think I did, but it's red. So into the base of the tower it goes, and then up the cables will come to grab starships or super heavies, and they'll be lifted onto... Oh, I lost my train of thought there because i didn't add a script for this part i do have scripts at some parts but not all of them i've elapsed 11 minutes less random talk so into the base of the tower the thing goes to lift starships and well not super heavy really but starships and it will be no it probably will be used to lift starships it might be used to lift super heavy so again they are attaching the arms to catch it by the good fins so who knows what that tower is going to look like oh yes and then our fr- old friend Tankzilla has been fully disassembled. It's like you follow everything NASA space flight. So has you would know that Tankzilla, a crane that was there for quite a long time, helped with stuff from as far back as I know of SN8 to SN fifteen. It it was there before SM-15. It might have been there since MK-1. But I cannot remember exactly. Anyway, it's now been disassembled and we'll be heading back to Fagoli, I believe. A heavy equipment operator that you can hire to put cranes in places. Don't go around hiring them and having cranes going through your neighborhood though. Um and, oh yes, it was blue and white, the crane. Anyway, that's all that there was there. Events. Events. EBA 76. Ah oh, yes, Thomas Fisquale and Shane Kimbrough. So on Friday, US EVA 76 with Shane, Shane Kimbrough, and Thomas Esqua are going to do another solar array. Then, Sunday, the Cyg- Cygnus, NG-15 mission, will be released. Which I think is just gonna burn up in the atmosphere again. Oh, and we're getting closer to the purse removal. Purse. Who's who's going <laughs> Launches list. Falcon Nine Block Five, Transported to mission off of L. What? What's LZ One? You know what is LZ One? Ooh. B one zero six zero. Eighth flight is gonna land on landing zone one, which is an actual pad. I want to watch it now. So the time, Friday, June 25th, 1856 UTC. Oh yes, stats, 58th orbital launch attempt of 2021, 132nd mission for SpaceX, 124th mission for Falcon 9. Oh yes, did I say SLC-40 already? And BKSRF on Friday to Soyuz 2.1B. Soyuz 2.1A, last Cosmos. Oh, that, that's next week. I've gone too far. Now, Elon Musk, the second. He renamed himself on Twitter. And you know, we only check this to see if he gave us any exclusive updates um he retreated something from jack bayer um at the jack bayer if you're wondering and he and he said starship sn15 and starship sn16 coolest blonde ornaments ever Interesting. Okay then, uh, something called, a company maybe called Motortrend tested to see if the Model S Plaid would actually go as fast as Tesla said it would. I'm not sure what the conclusion was. And he also tweeted a great view from top of the Starbase Highway. I have elapsed sixteen minutes, no, about seventeen minutes of your time. Well, sixteen minutes and forty-three 4, five seconds of your time and counting until 17 minutes, because you're interested in space news slightly, and also I made this episode extra long, actually, to waste your time.